together growing in faith, changing communities. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Today, dear friends, I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 7, verses 7 to 12. At that time, Jesus said to his disciples, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. He who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. Or what man of you, if his son asks him for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent? If you then, who are evil, and know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father, who is in heaven, give good gifts to those who ask him? So whatever you wish that men would do to you, do so to them, for this is the law and the prophets. It's a beautiful reading. I, I like the concept. Ask and it shall be given. It is the assurance that God gives us. Ask. You will never know until you ask. But then as we look in that concept of asking, there's something that is absolutely important. And if you go to the Gospel of Luke, and one of the most important things, Lord, teach us how to pray. And I feel that we need to learn similar words. Lord, teach us how to ask. Because sometimes... We need to answer two questions. What am I asking? Why am I asking this? Because if I don't know what I'm asking, then I don't understand the implication of what I'm asking. Let me give you an example. If you go to the gospel, uh, depending which gospel are we looking into, uh, you find the sons of Zebedee. Either they come on their own, or their mother comes and asks on their behalf. When they say, Lord, allow us, or our son, to sit one at your right and one at your left. And the answer that Jesus gives him, he says, you don't know what you are asking. Can you drink the cup? And sometimes I feel that, do I really, really know what I'm asking? Because I may think this is good for me, but it may not be good for me. And I've seen this. Many people have asked for employment. They've asked for promotion. They've asked for blessings. But the question is, am I ready for the opportunity? Am I ready for the blessing? Am I ready for the promotion? Why am I saying this? Because the very same thing that I've prayed for has changed me. You find people who ask for employment and they are now working and they have no time to come to Mass. Because they are forever busy. They work 
the whole day, eight to four or nine to five. They get home late. They're exhausted. They can hardly do anything. On Saturdays, they tell you that I need to run some errands. And on Sunday, they say they want to rest. The very same people who came to God, who came to Mass and asked for employment and God gave them employment. And the very same employment has taken them away from Mass. You find people asking for a promotion. God gives them a promotion. And they fail to handle the power that goes with the promotion. They fail to handle the pressure that goes with promotion. They fail to handle the challenges that goes with new position. And so they've prayed for a blessing, but they are not ready to receive the blessing. And so that's why I'm saying maybe one of the questions we need to be asking or the prayers we need to be saying, Lord, teach me how to ask. What to ask for? And how do I ask for that? And I, there's this prayer that I always say, Lord, whatever I'm asking for, if you know it is not good for my salvation, please don't give it to me. If you know that this will destroy me, don't give it to me. Because I don't want it if it's going to destroy me. But I've seen this in families. When one spouse, if not both, when parents, they pursue their career, they run after money at the expense, not only of their health, but at the expense of their families. And you go back to when they say, I remember the days when we had nothing because we had each other. Now we have everything and yet we've lost each other. There are some families where they hardly spend time together. If one of them is working during the day, the other one is doing night shift. Or both of them are working, but they come late, exhausted. And I'm not saying working hard is wrong. I'm not saying pursuing your dream is wrong. I'm not saying being capitalist is wrong. But what I'm saying, to what expense? What is the use of me to acquire so much and come back into an empty house? Come back into a home where there is no marriage anymore? Because I'm married to the walls. I come home, she's asleep. My children are asleep. Literally, they grew up without me. So I was never a present dad. I provided financially, but they needed more than just my money. I don't know what's going on. I'm a mother. Nanny knows more about my children 
than I do. I miss important events because I'm so busy. I'm busy rushing through life. These are things we've prayed for. Ask, it shall be given. Knock, the doors will be opened. Seek, and you will find. The promise is there. But how do I deal with the blessing? How do I take that which God has given me and not allow it to destroy me? That's the question for me. Then Jesus makes a very interesting analogy. If you are able to give bread to your son who comes to you and asks for food, you give bread instead of a stone, how much more will your father be able to do? I just love the assurance that ask, it should be given. But there is also something in that phrase, just ask. Some of us are afraid to ask. Some of, of us have a pride. I'm so proud that I cannot ask, I cannot beg, I cannot ask for help. And I acknowledge there are some people who struggle with that. But that's not humility. That's not life. And so as we turn and come back to God, we ask him for, for this insight, for this grace, this willingness to, to learn, to be taught, and to rely only on him in his divine providence. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.